0: about lighting from the moment I met it. I think that's what most people in our industry are like. Where no matter what your background, once you find lighting, you just yep, you're, you're in, you're hooked. It's not that I can make a big impact to many people, but making a, a big impact, a significant impact on even a family's day-to-day life and how they use their space and how they feel. Restored and comfort and function at home really means something to me. Lighting for health and lighting for for aged care and actually not having to meet standards per se, but actually improving lighting for health and wellbeing. With all the knowledge that we have, it kills me that it is all just budget driven at the end and no one actually cares about the outcome of these places that should be helping and healing people. You know, Apple could take over all the information from anyone in a heartbeat and buy up any lighting companies but already we've seen a few architects that we've met with and there'll undoubtedly be someone that has taken lighting control into their own hands. Already that's other companies that are not in lighting taking lighting away from us.
1: Welcome or welcome back to the Virtual Lighting Design Community, a global virtual network to empower, inspire, educate and connect the lighting design community. Bringing together all our peers from lighting professionals, experts, academics and individuals with an interest in lighting, it's a place where we can exchange views, share our knowledge and insights, inform debates on emerging topics and connect innovative ideas that address global lighting issues. Here's your regular dose of light inspiration. In today's episode, we travel back to June 2023, earlier this year, where we caught up with Genevieve Wild, an independent architectural lighting designer based in New South Wales, Australia, with her own studio called Wildly Illuminating. She has a strong background in building and construction, interior design, and landscaping. However, she specializes in delivering personalized end-to-end lighting solutions for high-end residences. VLDC's Armadeep Dugar had the opportunity to sit down with Genevieve and get her take on the IES Light in Focus event in Sydney, as well as her view on what's next in lighting, and her passion for lighting for residential aged care and health and well-being. For anyone wanting a visual experience, please do check out our YouTube channel, where you will find the video version of this episode, as well as many other great interviews and presentations by our industry thought leaders. Our YouTube handle is at vld.community. And of course, it wouldn't be complete without mentioning our online platform where the magic happens. Join us and our fellow lighting enthusiasts at members.vld.community where you can gain access to the complete array of presentations, interviews, stories, ongoing conversations, and a host of resources and more. So please do check out and explore the community. This podcast is brought to you by our premium supporters Aero Light, Creative Lighting Asia, Erco. And the Signify Lighting Academy. Our supporters have generously helped develop and shape this platform, so find out what all our supporters have to say at vld.community forward slash supporters. Without further ado, let's hear from Genevieve Wild. Enjoy!
2: This is great to be here down under in the Southern Hemisphere. Today, we have another wonderful guest here. Can you please introduce yourself?
0: Yes, I'm Genevieve Wild. I'm the director and design director and founder of Wildly Illuminating. We're based in Sydney's Lower North Shore and specialize in high-end residential lighting design.
2: Welcome, board.
0: Thank you. So. Uh,
2: The first question is, the theme of this conference is called uh, What's Next in Lighting? So you've been in this profession for a good number of years. So what do you see could be the next big thing in Lighting?
0: I think it's really interesting. After listening to your talk, it was the first time I'd heard everything um, not being just human-centric, but about every living creature, which I think is how it should be. I think that was fantastic. And the other one I really picked up this morning was on... Again, that human-centric theme that we've been seeing for the last couple of years, but pushed out into not just uh, circadian rhythm based but also just being able to simplify that and really monitor blue saturation and when and how we integrate that blue light into our days and making it just so much uh, simpler to apply so it's actually user friendly and then end result successful it's fantastic so that
2: was yeah, really- I, I, that that's something which is good right in nature if everything is in its right appropriate quantities mm-hmm. it's yep. never bad yep. so blue light is it actually that bad. No, so
0: and I realise that. But it's <laughs> great. Yeah, great to see the saturation and the the time, the placement of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah really I good. Know, it's <laughs>
2: good. Yeah. So. Um now that we talked about uh, the conference and the topics you've listened to so many other discussion points here mm-hmm. uh, and you've also mentioned there are certain things which stood out to you like some of the sessions yes so um i mean we had two days of really intense sessions so apart from those any any other thing that kind of stood out for you from
0: the- yeah i did find it interesting uh i guess because we're not on a commercial scale so we don't Uh, see so much of the uh, whole building control systems and data collection. But it was really interesting because we actually use uh, Casambi Bluetooth controls on about 80% of our projects. And so I hadn't thought about that next level of data collection and whether, whether it poses, you know, security risks or data breaches or just information that's, you know, you're being taken and used yeah. however it is so that was really interesting to yeah. see what's coming so yeah data
2: is going to be the next big thing isn't yes
0: it? yeah it really does look like that yes absolutely and it was interesting too when they brought up things like you know apple could take over all the information from anyone in a heartbeat yeah. and buy out any lighting companies but already we've seen a few architects that we've met with and there'll undoubtedly be someone that has taken lighting control into their own hands and yeah. has bought all of the integrated light bulbs and things like that so not so they're doing a fabulous job with it but already that's other companies that are not in lighting taking lighting away from us yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can see how that would happen quite easily yeah
2: yeah true true so talking about data and all this virtual world mm. we are the virtual lighting design community mm-hmm. have you heard of the virtual lighting design no I
0: community? have not okay so
2: this is something which originated during the pandemic <laughs> obviously we're all locked down and so me along with a couple of other lighting designers founded this community thought it'll be good to have an interactive base where it could all communicate mm-hmm. so physical conferences are great it really enables us to meet new people yep. interact have a physical interaction but what do you think about this virtual community of being able to connect virtually
0: I think that's fantastic it just opens us up to a, a broader market and more cross section of ideas and, and people and I think that's great
2: it's something which complements <laughs> absolutely uh, uh, these conferences and I think this yes. is something which you should go for. Yep. yeah okay. that's a okay. good idea great good to hear <laughs> and uh, last two questions here First is, what is it that enables you to get out of bed every day and do what you do? You're probably passionate about something. Yes,
0: passionate about lighting from the moment I met it. I think that's what most people in our industry are like. No matter what your background, once you find lighting, you're you're in, you're hooked. (laughs) So uh, from my perspective, being residential, it's not that I can make a big impact to many people, but making a a big impact, a significant impact on even a family's day-to-day life and how they use their space and how they feel restored and comfort and function at home really means something to me I would be very interested also in bringing that to uh, a broader community I find lighting for health and well-being and for aged care really interesting but every time I've tried to break into that it's really hard and I think that might be coming up as another
2: another yeah, point there yeah but isn't is isn't this all about because happy families make happy communities don't absolutely they? so you are making a lot of difference by designing better homes for better families
0: yeah as someone once said when they were i remember an interior designer once commenting that someone said to her that you know she was just fluffing cushions and picking pretty colors and then her husband actually pointed out to her that she's looking after a doctor and if the doctor gets a good night's sleep and then he's back in surgery tomorrow and he feels lovely and restored at his home well, that's priceless. So, <laughs> absolutely,
2: absolutely. So one final question. Change is happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you could change something about the lighting industry, the lighting community, what would that be?
0: So that would be going into health lighting for health and lighting for, for aged care and actually not having to meet standards per se, but actually improving lighting for health and well-being with all the knowledge that we have. It kills me that it is all just budget-driven at the end and no one actually cares about the outcome of these places that should be helping and healing people
2: thank you thank you so much it was great to have you on board thank you and hope to see you a little bit more
0: fantastic look forward to being online yes (laughs) thank you